Hi, I'm Daniel Budai, and this is the Ecom Show, a podcast where you can learn more about the world of high-performing e-commerce players and marketers. The show is brought to you by the team of Budai Media. Let's grow your e-commerce business together. Hey everyone, here is Danielle with another episode of the Ecom Show. And I'm super glad to have here Sophie, alias Jofi, and uh, Ben with me today. And uh, Ben is our senior account manager. If you listened to our first podcast episode, we talked about life in Bali, dropshipping and poker. But um, this is the first time for so- Sophie in, in this uh, podcast, and she's also an account manager in our team, and she's great with uh, messenger and SMS marketing. And I think she's also very, um, she learns fa- fast new things, new channels, and she will uh, share more about those new channels as well. So welcome, Ben and Sophie. How are you doing today? I guess we're going. Thank you so much. Uh, everything's good. I'm excited to be here. Ben is less excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I, I hate being here right now. I'm horrible. It's a horrible feeling inside of me. How is life in Bali, Ben, since we talked last time? Like two months yeah, ago. So, well, um, yeah, everything is like pretty good. Uh, it's still, in my opinion, the, probably the best place to be in during these quarantine times. There was a visa situation for, that they announced in one of the Fridays. I cannot remember when. And then people started panicking. So there's a number of people who are planning to leave right now. And But I also have about like 15 other people that are looking to come in at the first possible opportunity. And, uh, yeah, uh, some of them might be listening to this podcast and some of them might go to Warsaw as well and then come here to Bali. So that should be pretty exciting. And October will be, um, pretty crazy probably. Nice. Sophie, where are you based now? So I live in Budapest. I actually didn't plan to stay here this long. Um, I wanted to stay for a year, but, uh, looks like I have to stay a bit longer. But uh, yeah, if I could choose, I would probably play in a beach in Bali now, but um, I guess we have to wait it out. Yeah. Have you been there? Yeah, last year I spent a month there. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. um, Probably I I traveled the least uh, this year from uh, three of us because I didn't go to any foreign country this year yet and I, I feel terrible. About this simple fact, um, Sophie, please uh, tell us more. How 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 did you end up in this uh, in this team, and what you did before? I think it's very uh, valuable to share. I know you did a lot of things, and you traveled in different countries. And um, the, I think the audience is interested in in your experience to hear hear those things. Sure. So. I started out with my career in social media marketing and uh, I learned so much about it in my first two jobs. And so 
I really dove deep into the whole um, Instagram influencers, uh, Facebook ads, the whole deal. But I also had trouble finding a job that really valued me. So there was a period of a few months where I just couldn't get hired anywhere. And that's where I started um, thinking like, maybe I can just make money without um, someone hiring me. So that's that's when I really came across um, dropshipping and e-commerce. And that's the first time I heard about it. So I did a few courses and, um, and basically that's when I, I got my interest in e-commerce. And I found a stable job and I grew a lot as a professional, but the whole e-commerce scene never really left my mind. And later on, I switched to freelancing because I really enjoyed the freedom of traveling. So luckily, I had the chance to spend a few months in Asia while I was working online. And um, then I moved back to Hungary for a bit. And that's when I decided to um, also launch my own e-commerce store. And um, that is because of that period in my life when I just looked at the possibility of making money online. And um, yeah, I've, I've been really planning in my mind to do something on my own. And um, last year I finally did it. So now I have a small e-commerce store, which is based here in Hungary. And um, it's been really exciting to, to see it grow and to plan the whole thing. And um, with Budai Media, I, um, I was just browsing on LinkedIn and I saw that, wow, these guys are specializing in e-commerce and they seem really smart and I still have so much to learn. And at the same time, I felt like my skills could really uh, complement the team. So I ended up applying and then I got the job. So now I am really excited to be a part of it because I feel like every day we work with so many inspiring stores um, and we learn so much from each other. So I'm really glad to be a part of the team. And right now I ended up specializing in messenger and SMS marketing. So I helped the store set up their, their messenger flows and it really gives us a lot of space to be creative and to play with our own ideas and to test new things. So I'm really enjoying the role. Yeah. Uh, and please tell us more about your store. What's the niche? What's the, or who, who is the audience? You mentioned that it's in Hungary. If it's the a language secret, is it's fine. Sorry? If it's a secret, it's fine. Some e-commerce <laughs> people. Very, um, mysterious. Yeah, so actually it's uh, in the fitness niche. We are selling uh, resistance bands for girls. And we started out in Hungary, but now we want, want to go international, but we didn't really know how to get started at the beginning, so we just started local. But I think now we are ready and we are actually looking at um, starting to, to expand. Um, mm -hmm. Actually... I, I listened to a lot of really inspiring female entrepreneurs and one of the girls said that, you know, I never reinvent the wheel. I just look at something that's working and I tweak it uh, a bit and create something new. And that's what I did as well. I looked at, 
I saw some other successful fitness e-commerce stores that are working in the US. And I thought that, you know, right now there is nothing that's specializing in mm -hmm. selling resistance bands in Hungary. So why not try it here? And I wanted to really focus on providing a special customer experience for people. And I wanted it to be an experience to receive the package, to communicate with us, to, to enjoy the whole process. So we are not just selling the resistance bands. We also shot some workout videos for the girls to see how they can best use the resistance bands. I created some really cute thank you cards. So the whole process is like Instagrammable. And the craziest thing for me was seeing for the first time on Instagram, like girls sharing that they're receiving their packages and they were genuinely excited. And that was just so weird for me to see, like I did this and now people are excited to get their packages. So that feeling in itself was just such a massive reward. Yeah. And uh, after a while it builds momentum and uh, yeah, they will come back. Uh, is it a product what uh, one person will buy again and again? I'm not familiar with this product. It's, it's, you said it's a resistant band, right? Like Yeah. Okay, now I, I see it. Uh, in front of myself. Okay, I just had to imagine it. Uh, so, is it something that people buy again and again? No, it's not. So, we are definitely looking at um, getting more products and uh, we are in the process of, of getting something new. So, that, that is definitely happening. Um, as you said, that's not the best product to buy more than once so we would like to expand for sure and you know what you said about the momentum i think that's definitely true because um we ran a big influencer campaign back in march and then it just blew up kind of and we ended up selling out all our stock and then coronavirus hit and basically all the suppliers got that the exact opposite happened that you would think like the, the factories were open, but their volume got so high because literally the whole world wanted to work out from home. So our, um, our small order, you know, we're still small. There are other companies that are ordering tens of thousands of products. We order like a thousand or 500 or something like we are in the back. So, um, we started out with a two-week waiting, and it turned out to be about, let's say, six months. So we still didn't get the new products, so we had to get them a different way. So right now we have a replacement product, and um, we're probably going to get the original resistance bands around October. So it's been a stressful ride. And I definitely feel like that momentum that we had built up back in March with, with the disappearance of the resistance bands, the momentum disappeared as well. So now our challenge is actually to build it back up to the same level and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think you can save momentum for a while, but not for long months. Um, maybe for one month, two months. And uh, I could see brands who gave away uh, some uh, unique coupon code or gift card. And uh, they told uh, to the subscribers that uh, you can use it once we have inventory again. And it can work for a few weeks, but uh, not for long months, I guess, because, you know, pe- people, uh, mem- people's memory uh, fade away. So, so yeah, it, it's hard. Um, yeah, so as you can see in the team, we have people who manage their own businesses. And I think that's, uh, that's a good approach um, because we need... In a, in a good team, especially in e-commerce and in agencies, we need uh, entrepreneurs who who have who really have the entrepreneurial mindset, and probably they even have their uh, own businesses. And uh, beside, they help uh, in the agency and they help the team. I think that's a great combination. Um, let's talk about messenger marketing. Um, and after SMS marketing. So how, how are things with messenger marketing during coronavirus? Um, we, are a bi- we are a big advocate of uh, Ricard, um, this messenger app, and uh, there are many others. Um, I'm, I talk, uh, I'm talking with ChatFuel uh, almost every week. Uh, actually, they invited us into their uh, into their Facebook group group to hold a masterclass. Um, I also I'm also familiar with ManyChat. Um, with Ben, we used Octane AI last year, and I met the founder of that uh, tool last year. Um, but we still use Ricard and um, Sophie. Um, you did a you did an extensive research on these different tools. Ben also tried a few. And what do you think why Ricard is better? What are the pros and cons of different tools, messenger tools? Um, we tried a few already. Yeah, so I think Ricard really provides a lot of different features. And overall, I've had a lot of good experiences with the software itself and the fact that we have a close relationship with the team. Um, we can just send them a message any day and they help us. And as I was picking up and learning more about Ricard, their team was always there to to help me and get on a call with me and explain everything. Like it happened more than once when we had a three hour long call and they gave us all their strategies and their tips and tricks. So for me, that was invaluable, um, that help and support. And yeah, their features are really great. Um, The user experience itself for us as account managers is super easy. And um, they are constantly evolving. So they're coming out with new features and they do listen to our feedback as well. So whenever we maybe we have a request or um, we have something that we wanted to point out, they are always quick to listen. So for me, that, that's been a game changer. And, um, 
And what I really like about Messenger, I think I've, I've said it already multiple times and I will say it multiple times. I love getting creative and I love translating the brand's voice into something um, that reflects their values. So in Messenger, it's so easy to, you know, add some GIFs, add a lot of different text and play around with um, clicking here and then clicking there, like creating a little quiz within Messenger. That's such a fun experience. And um, we're going to talk about SMS a bit later, but there it's a bit more difficult. You have to keep it under 160 characters. Here you can, you are free to play around. So that's been something that I've, I've been really enjoying um, doing that for our clients and um, just implementing their their brand message into the recart setup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Messenger is a very useful platform and very conversational. I think especially for fitness and fashion brands, it's it's very good. Um, ben, what are your experiences with Octane AI when we used it? Yeah, great question. So obviously most of the features are going to be very similar and Octane AI definitely has a lot of benefits as well. The, I guess maybe number one thing that I would think that, that I think like stands out for me where Ricard is doing better is the, the sort of payment structure. So it's just like the, the sort of philosophical like way, way of thinking is just to me something that's um, more appealing. So yeah, so Ricard is doing a revenue share model where they do like based on how much money you, you make with their software, that's, that's the sort of price category that you're paying. And with Octane AI, it's more of a feature-based sort of thing. So, for instance, if you want to do a lot of custom flows and things of that nature, then you would be paying more for the features. So, to me, that, that just seems like more of a features versus benefits sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, actually, we, we used it over a year ago. So, I, I cannot even remember like too much of like what was the exact differences. But that's just like one thing that stood out for me. To be honest, like, yeah, so we met the founders at the Clavio conference last last year in uh, in Boston. And it's a shame that it's not happening this year. But yeah, they, they seem like really cool guys. And like, they, they definitely have good things going for them, for sure. Yeah, and Matt is huge on TikTok, by the way. He's very proud of that, I remember. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't know this. I, I need to check this out right now. Oh, my God. He... He talked about it all the time, He's about his TikTok account. That's his private hobby, I guess. Um, cool. So, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, one of our recent results with one client? Uh, we even wrote a case study about it. Let's get a bit geeky. And if you want to share the, the funnel or, or how we did this, um, because there is a hot new feature of Recart and we implemented it very fast and um, it worked out very well for one of our clients. Yeah, for sure. I was actually very excited to see the results and I couldn't really believe that it was performing so well. So one of the features of Recart is a welcome pop-up, which only shows up on mobile and... Um, it's the, the whole feature 
it's constantly evolving. So when I got started with it, it looked a bit different and now they look a bit different as well. And um, what we usually do is we, um, we use Optin Monster, the software for our pop-ups. And um, that produces a pretty steady result every month for us. And uh, this time we decided to turn off the Optin Monster for mobile and switch it to the Ricard Blogger pop-up. And basically, we had the same offer, which was a 15% discount if you opt in. But instead of sending an email to them, we sent a messenger message to them. And the crazy thing is that logically, you would think that um, there is a high churn rate because it takes you away from the website and it takes you to your messenger. So your session is um, stopping. But actually, we had much better results with this. So the people would receive the message in their messenger and where we had a 99% open rate, which would never happen with emails. And um, in the first message, we um, asked for their email address. Basically, there is two different strategies that you can do. You can either just give them a promo code and send them back to the website, or you can say, hey, like, please share your email with us, and then we will share the promo code. Obviously, there's a, you have to evaluate, like, do you want someone to potentially churn because they don't want to share their email address, or do you want to gain a new email subscriber? I think at the end of the day, email is still king, and I think that's a an amazing tool for building long-term relationships with our customers, showing the brand value, sending an about us um, message, um, getting to know them, um, them getting to know you. I think that's a really good way to, to really build trust with people. Whereas with messenger, we have certain limitations. So we have to send, out the message since the beginning of the trigger within 24 hours. So there is no way we can send messages to them constantly um, in three days and then another three days, like, hey, this is us, by the way, hey, you still haven't made a purchase. Um, So we have to be fast and we have to convert them. That's the goal. And um, so we tested both ways. We tested um, a flow where we would just simply give them the, the promo code and send them back to the website. And then we also tested um, asking for their email address and then giving them the promo code. And there is a bit of a churn rate there, but it didn't really turn people away. So mm-hmm. that was the second surprise because first we interrupted their customer journey and second, we asked for their email address and that still produced much better results than an OptiMonster pop-up ever did. Mm-hmm. So altogether, we had about a 56% click rate, um, which took them back to the website. And pretty much um, we were able to produce 18% of the store salary um, just with that single um Welcome flow with Ricard. 
yeah, like almost one fifth of the revenue, monthly revenue, right? If exactly. I remember. Yeah, and uh, it seems to be sustainable, so it's not just some random peak. Um, so Messenger pop up, and after Messenger flow, we ask for the email. They subscribe to email as well, and we send an email flow as well because yes. you can you can message them longer with uh, emails, and they get into the list, and the list is yours. Um, so so yeah that's that's amazing um and uh i'm not sure if you mentioned that the reason why many people um join to the email list as well and there is not much friction because um facebook knows your email and it um it shows you it appears um for example, get your uh, discount codes uh, to your email and then you don't have to type in your email, but it offers to you in the messenger conversation because Facebook knows your uh, registered email and people um, ha- people have to tap it and that's it. They already subscribe with one tap. They subscribe to the email list. So that's amazing. Exactly. Um, Just takes away the hassle and literally just one tap so you don't have to type anything and you basically like even the people that would just give a fake email address it's just easier to tap than to type in a fake email address yeah 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 exactly so so yeah we are super excited about this result and uh do you also want to talk about um, how we can get emails with Facebook ads? Maybe Ben or, yeah, Ben, you have more experience with Facebook sure. ads, no probably. So first of all, I hope my internet connection will continue. And secondly, yeah, so with Messenger, as most people will know, or a lot of people will know, is it's actually illegal to send campaigns. So you might be thinking, you're collecting all these messenger subscribers and wow, it's amazing. Excuse me? What's that? Yeah, I just said, uh, I just said that, can you hear me? Well, yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. So I just, I just said that, uh, I think since December it's, it's been illegal, um, before we could send out and we actually sent out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so now the yeah the point is um, now it's it's actually illegal to send campaigns. So this was another like really big um, I guess like bad thing that happened for the messenger marketing ecosystem. Apart after the lack of like pre-checked checkbox thing again. So this just once again like this shows like a little bit the limitation of. Uh, this platform, even though like Sophie was mentioning, like fifty six percent like click rates, insane open rates on messages and everything, and yeah, like the like we have we have to like clarify that the main downside is that there's a third party involved in here, but a good thing is that because there's a third party involved, like as you said as well, it actually knows your email address already and then it uh, suggests it. But back to Facebook ads, so because it's illegal to send campaigns, you could do sort of paid campaigns if that makes sense so when you have an email list and you send them an email that's pretty much free for you obviously you have a clavio plan that you're paying for but when it comes to messenger you can do a genuine like 
normal, everyday, good old-fashioned Facebook ad, but instead of having the call to action leading to, let's say, your website or your product pages, anything like this, it can lead to the m.me link that you would create in Recart, let's say. So in Recart, you can create a custom flow and each flow that you create, each custom flow will have this link that if you like click on it, even like especially on your phone, it opens up the messenger app and then you just get into an instant conversation with this company with wherever you like send it from. And then you can just send them tailored messages and it's just something super powerful. So let's say they see this in the Facebook app on mobile and then it drives them straight to the messenger um, app which just automatically will mean like the engagement is going to be super high and maybe even higher on desktop actually now that I think about it we haven't uh, yeah I, mean, I actually haven't had heard any like conclusive data on this on which one is actually the more, more engaged I don't know if you know one uh, Daniel but on desktop as well like you're in the Facebook page facebook.com and then you click on an ad and straight away the message shows up like nothing like this is happening anywhere else on any other platform because most of the time what happens is you have a Facebook ad and then it drives you to a new page and then halfway through you realize actually I have a lasagna in the kitchen which I'm really hungry and I want to eat that so while the page is loading in but in here it's like instant so it's really powerful yeah just as a side note um, one of my friends who has an e-com store he sent me over a screenshot and uh, in your Facebook ads, you can check the number of people who click the ad and the number of people who actually saw your website. And there is a churn rate there, which is around 10, 15%. So now I have this uh, spreadsheet in front of me, like uh, unique link clicks. Those are the people who click the Facebook ad and unique content views are the people who actually get to the website. And many people churn out because uh, they uh, they remember the lasagna in the kitchen or, or your website uh, speed, your loading speed is very slow and people churn out. But it's something like 10-15% for many stores and I think they don't even know about it. Um, so if you uh, get traffic uh, not to your website, but you can send them messenger messages, then uh, you probably don't lose this 10-15%. But that's just one thing, um, because as, as Sophie said, we can uh, get them to subscribe and uh, using Facebook ads, you can get them to uh, subscribe to, to your messenger list and then to your email list. And the great thing is you will know how much one subscriber costs to you using uh, Facebook ads. And on the back end, you will know how much they buy, how much they purchase. You will know their customer lifetime value. Uh, of course, not after one day, but after a few months, you will see the trend. And if your store is uh, years old, many years old, then you will have a lot of data already. And then you can simply just uh, see the two numbers. Okay, how much it is it costs to get one subscriber and how much they buy. And if they, let's say you can get one subscriber for $1 and then they buy uh, one subscriber is worth like $4 or, or even more. 
uh, then you can scale it up with Facebook ads. You can scale your email list using, uh, using Facebook ads. And uh, I know bigger brands, like eight, nine-figure brands um, or CBD companies, many of them, they literally don't care about getting customers. They just care about getting as many email subscribers as they can, as many quality email subscribers as they can, because they know at some point they will buy anyway. So I think this is very powerful. Um, and uh, yeah, there are two very hot topics regarding Messenger. One is this welcome pop-up on the website and get subscribers there and then convert them into email subscribers. And the other hot one is using Facebook ads and uh, get email subscribers, Messenger subscribers using Facebook ads. And now we can talk about SMS. Sophie, you, uh, I know you checked a few platforms. Not all of them were very responsive. <laughs> uh, you can share that as well if you want. I think we have no secrets. Um, so yeah, what, what, what are your experiences with the different uh, SMS platforms? Sure, we are in the process of actually um, checking out the, all the different options. Um, so far, we've been working with SMS Bump, which has been quite good. Um, basically, it's it's pretty basic, um, and I think you know SMS has its limitations, so there's not much that you can add or take from a platform. Um, but SMS Bump is just good for setting up your flows and creating campaigns. Um, I would say that uh, the, the problem that we recently encountered is um, we were thinking of trying a new platform for one of our clients. And basically the main way how we've been acquiring customers or um, subscribers so far was by the new customers uh, finishing the checkout and ticking that they are signing up um, to the email marketing and text uh, marketing campaigns. So the people who opted in, they would automatically join our text marketing list. And this new um, software that we've been checking out, they are post-script. Um, they told us that they are working fully compliantly and that basically checking um, checking one um, box, which says both that I would like to sign up for email and for SMS marketing, that would not be considered 100% compliant. So for them, it's not an option to gain subscribers that way. Um, so if we started using PostScript, that would mean that we have to rely entirely on um, acquiring sus subscribers with pop-ups or with um, these sign-up links. And that just raises the question if we would want to compromise on um, getting getting text, um, sorry, phone numbers instead of emails, or if we would want to ask for both emails and phone numbers 
when we um, when we have a pop-up and or if that's too much to ask someone. Um, so it's a really interesting um, challenge that we encountered and we are in the process of learning more about it right now. And um, yeah, but I think that uh, SMS is a really personal tool. So we have to be careful not to abuse it with people because the audience can burn out really fast. So it's not like email where you can send an email a few times a week. It's more like once or twice a month. Um, and also, we, we had a client recently um, who was really focused on building uh, trust with their audience and building a brand and just building a connection with the subscribers. So for them, we focused entirely on giving value and 80% value and 20% sales. So we would send out affirmations. We would create a flow for the subscribers and um, we send out um, daily affirmations, a recipe or a reason why this product is uh, great for their health. And then we would hit them with a sale. So I think that building up the SMS flows this way is a really good way to, to build trust and to build a connection and not to burn out the audience with discounts. Yeah, especially discounts, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I talk with a few bigger agencies um, and uh, they are much bigger than us and they sent me a proposal to one of our clients and um, they would send out eight, 10 SMS campaigns per month. Um, what do you think? Is it doable? Is it worth it to send two or even three SMS campaigns per week and every week uh, to a list of 5,000 people, let's say, or 10,000 people? I think that's really interesting. And we have to mention that we live in a different culture. Like in Europe, at least, or here in Hungary, I've never received one promotional email from a brand before, only from my phone provider. But you mean SMS, right? You, oh, you yeah. said oh, yes, sorry. I meant SMS. Uh, I never received anything. And it's a different culture in the U.S. They're, they're more direct. They're, there's more selling. There's more ads in your face. Um, so, so that's just a different um, culture, I think. But I would say eight uh, SMS campaigns a month might be a bit too overwhelming. But if I think that this can be a different approach as well. Like you can choose to give value to the customer. And as uh, our customer wanted to, we can send them articles, we can send them recipes or affirmations or something positive, um, and then hit them with a sale. So, but if you constantly bombard them saying, hey, um, get this for 10% off, expires tomorrow. Hey, you still haven't made a purchase. Please <laughs> come and buy something <laughs> that, I think that just really turns people off. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. 
Um, and of course, you can segment your list. And uh, that's another way to play it smart. Uh, you segment your list and uh, you send different uh, <clears throat> text, messi text messages to the different segments. But still, um, I think A10 is sim it's simply too many. Um, yeah. And even the PostScript guy, when we talked with him, uh, he told us we should send like two, three per month and not more. Um, and they told us that <clears throat> they believe in automations much more than in campaigns because automations, they are triggered by certain actions, uh, certain behaviors of subscribers. And... Um, Therefore, their engagement is much better. You abandon your cart and you will get the message. You purchase, you get the message. You, um, you, you become unengaged and you get the message. And there are many different triggers, but <clears throat> they, they told us that automations um, have much higher engagement and uh, they, they work much better. And actually, I can see similar trends with email marketing as well. If you check uh, the revenue per uh, automated emails, like flow emails, that's usually higher than the revenue per campaign emails, which is very interesting. Um, because a campaign email is, is still, even if you segment it deeply, it's still like a blast. You just send out to many people while the automation is triggered by a previous action done by the subscriber. So... It, nat it naturally has a higher engagement in general. Um, so yeah, and just as a <clears throat> last note on these two channels from my side, so I think the CEO of Ricard told me that <clears throat> at the end of the day, um, it's not hard to make money with SMS and Messenger. Their uh, ROI is very good. You can spend 50 bucks on SMS and make 1,000 or even more. Um, it's different than Facebook or Google or, or even email. <clears throat> but the hardest thing is to get the subscribers. And I think um, everyone should focus on how to get subscribers effectively and engage subscribers. So not just offer some trick, um, some free product or something and they subscribe and they never open your messages. I think the most important thing is to experiment with different ways how to get subscribers and, uh, and after it's relatively easy to convert them. So <clears throat> this is what uh, Shoma told me, <clears throat> the Ricard uh, CEO. Um, yeah. Um, Sophie, Ben, do you want to anything? Uh, do you want to add uh, anything? Any any good extra tip <clears throat> to the to the end of this episode? I would say that um, I agree that that it's these two are really good channels to make money and are often overlooked. But um, I think that you have to take every chance to to show your brand values and to communicate with your customers the way you want them to be treated. So I think that they are just an addition or another touch point during their customer journey. And you can take each touch point and make it the best for your customers. So 
you can provide value or you can um, you can regain the trust of your customer or if they've been engaged, unengaged for a while, you can um, send a, another message and say like, hey, we haven't heard from you for a while, um, just like with email. But I think that each platform play, plays a different role and the messenger inbox and the SMS inbox are much more personal than emails. So I think that they should be used accordingly and keeping in mind that that these are a more personal connection with the customers. So I would say that it's still quite unexploited. Um, I don't really receive any SMS or messenger campaigns from any brands. So it's definitely not as popular as email. And I think that's also the magic of it because if you're not used to receiving them, then it just feels more surprising. Whereas with emails, you might just be more accustomed to getting promotional messages. So I would say definitely use these platforms and use them as a way to to build more trust and a deeper connection with your customers. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, okay, so thanks for uh, joining and, and, and sharing all of these tips with our audience today, Sophie and Ben. Um, I was really glad to um, listen to your advice. And thanks everyone to listen to the to this episode of the Ecom Show. And every Thursday we are coming out with a new episode. We try to share our best uh, knowledge with you and our best experiences. Um, so thanks again, everyone, and uh, stay tuned. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ecom Show podcast. If you want to learn more about e-commerce, retention marketing, check out our Facebook group called Top 3% E-commerce Email Marketing or check out our website, thebudaimedia.com. The show is brought to you by the team of Budai Media. See you in our next episode and don't forget our goal. Grow your e-commerce business together.